I'm going to do the opening. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to do it. Okay. Uh, welcome to uh, Toss Salads and Scrambled Eggs, a Frasier podcast. I'm Diana. I'm Dave. And uh, we're talking about episode 620, uh, Dr. Nora. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm just going to go right into the things I talk about because <laughs> it's me, yep. Diana. <laughs> uh, so there was a nice little moon mm-hmm. up there, not a full moon. Not really a new moon. I feel like, like it was a, a little. It was a crescent, but it was a little full. It was a little mm. fuller. Mm. Not a half, though. Like in between. I in see between. You know, if you know your moon phases. Yeah. And I don't. At one point, I would have, and, and I'd be able to tell you based on which side it was on, if it was waxing or waning. Yeah. Know, but it's... Um, Wax on, wane off. <laughs> yeah, got it. It's our favorite number, 22 minutes and 10 seconds. <laughs> uh-huh. And then who's that writer? The writer, which based on how I think we both feel about this episode is a bit surprising, is Joe Keenan, who's written a bunch of episodes so that we really super So one of the episodes... Like. That we liked. Okay, so he wrote Moon Dance, uh, which I, I remember really liking. Um, which one's Moon Dance? The one with Niles? Niles and Daphne go dancing. Uh, okay, yeah. He wrote The 1000th Show, so the one with Fraser Crane Day. Uh-huh. Uh, he wrote The Ski Lodge. Uh, yeah. I don't remember how he felt about the seal one. Did we like the one with the seal? Yes. I feel like we like the one. I was going to say, I feel like we really like the one with the seal. He wrote that one, the seal who came to dinner. Uh, so he's written a number of episodes that I really like. This is not one of them. Yeah, I'm just, just going to go spoiler, out. Spoiler, well, we didn't really like this one. No. I'm going to say right off the bat. I think you should explain what you're telling me before, but you didn't actually tell me. Yeah. So uh, this is kind of an important thing that I think changes the context of this episode a lot. It would have been far more obvious in 1999 than it is in okay. 2017, which is Dr. Nora mm-hmm. is Dr. Laura. Yeah. And if you don't remember who Dr. Laura is, basically this was clearly like straight up just her. Like she was a radio personality who did all like said the same sort of like awful stuff and i, think I feel still like this does she's even... got a show on sirius xm like oh i didn't know that she was this extreme oh yeah absolutely because i listened to i've heard parts of that show yeah i remember what so like my when when she first kind of became more nationally syndicated mm-hmm. like i remember my mom listening to her some and I feel like that didn't last very long, but she definitely did. And I remember being on a road trip that I was sleeping through most of it. And I woke up hearing this and the caller, what I remember is that she was like, the caller was engaged to marry this guy, but neither the caller nor the, her fiance got along with the fiance's mom Okay, and was asking what to do. And basically the conclusion that she came to was, if you can't get along with his mother, you can't get along with him. End the relationship. It's over. Don't do this. Like, d- get out while you can. And it's like, I just remember thinking, like, that is terrible advice. And if this woman takes it, it's going to ruin. Because she sounded happy with the Well, I think that's weird advice considering she was saying the son didn't get along with the mother. Yeah. Which is just like, to me, the obvious choice is the son has to deal with it. It's not her problem to deal with it. But like, if, 
if they don't both don't like her, just say like we don't want to be around you. Yeah. And it was really like and and uh, like I'm like half asleep hearing this and just thinking like this is awful terrible advice. This is a horrible woman. Like this just she... all based on this one yeah. call you were. Like if that's like if she's All I know is that she kind of had this catchphrase that was something like I'm I'm like the mother to my kid or something like you know I'm my kid's mother was mm-hmm. the huge thing like mm-hmm. that was her job was to be a mother to her children uh-huh. but also her job was to be a radio personality right so what right. the heck is she talking about yeah I don't know I don't know it's also interesting like she like people who make TV must have hated her because not only was she portrayed in this episode as this like horrible unlikable person and i know we're just saying it all like i feel like i'm not going to want to talk about a lot of details Mm -hmm. of what actually happens in this episode because a lot of it's really upsetting but she was there was also a character in the west wing that was a very obvious like completely transparent representation of her the point of making a tv episode about i just think this is kind of weird just when you don't like something to that extent like you can complain about it but i think it's strange to write an episode of tv around it well i feel like the it's reason you a do topical it, thing it's to topical. like make fun of her I, I, the thing is i feel like it's less about making fun of her and more about pointing out how awful the things that she was saying it says are in a in a big mainstream place like putting it on fraser where they don't have really obvious preachy like you know uh, like liberal political sensibilities to then put this very like an obvious parallel of this very conservative like radio personality on to basically say she's awful uh i think in a show like fraser that clearly appealed to just sort of like middle america everybody like and half of which are the people that were listening to dr laura i think it is it's it's sort of a way of coming out and saying hey this is awful. You shouldn't be taking part in this. And I, and that's definitely what was happening in the West Wing. Like, there is a very big scene in that in which she gets called out for, like, how wrong all of her mm. things are. But also, the interesting thing is they had to take this out of syndication. This episode? This episode, yeah. And I just want to mention that, but I want to talk about why after we've talked about the episode. Because it's part of partly to do with what ends up happening in it uh, in the end. So Okay. Um, so this episode begins at my favorite place, mm-hmm. at Cafe Nuvosa. Mm-hmm. Niles walks in and sees that Fraser had just been interviewing Dr. Gordon Edelstein, mm-hmm. and he's very excited. I mean, find out that Fraser is conducting a lot of interviews because they want a new, like, um, psychiatrist to be at the radio station. Yeah. Which, um, Niles kind of brings up a good point of, like, shouldn't you be, like, jealous? Like, isn't that kind right. of strange that they're doing that? And he's just like, no, nah, it's fine. They... I can't be on the air for six hours. Right. Uh, I did actually really, this is one of the few moments that I actually really liked. Like early, like there was a moment that I thought, this is a really funny line. Maybe Mm -hmm. I'm going to really like this episode. Okay. Which is that when Fraser says like, he couldn't be on there another three hours, it would be exhausting. And (laughs) Niall says like, and for you as well. I just thought that was a really amusing line. I like, didn't like that at all. I thought it was funny. I hate like, when Niles is mean to Fraser. The thing is, like, that seems almost like something to me that's like, it's mean in a way that it's almost funny or just, it's it's almost like you're saying it not because you're actually trying to be mean, but just because yeah, it's sort Fraser of a funny, doesn't like, laugh. Ah. Fraser doesn't laugh, so thus it is mean. That is how, you know, like, some people have that really mean, jokey sense of humor, like, mm-hmm. 
I have basically trained Dave to have the sense of humor. Mm-hmm. I, I think that we kind of both make kind of mean jokes to each other. And I think like you laugh at it. So people know it's a joke. Mm-hmm. If you don't laugh, then it's just me being a bully. But I think it can be, I think it kind of depends on the person and what's being said. Yeah, no, I, I, I mean, agree. I can obviously say things that are mean to Dave accidentally. Mm-hmm. And then I feel bad because I realize that maybe I went a little f- too far. Yeah, but uh, there's, there's like doing it accidentally, but then the, it's as long as it's clear that like things are like intended to be a joke. It's like I think can... it depends on the like sense of security of the other person. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, yeah, this is definitely like a funny like Fraser like Fraser the TV show moment, right. and right. Uh, and yeah, it's fine. Mm-hmm. But not, this is when Niles really wants Fraser to notice his new look. Yeah. His obvious new look uh-huh. he's got going on. Yeah. Have you, did you notice his new look? I was actually going to ask, did you notice his new no, look? No, he doesn't have right. a mustache at all. Right. That's the thing. So before- Yeah, the big reveal is that he's growing a mustache. Mm-hmm. He looks so dashing. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, it's funny because when, before he says what it is, I was wondering, like, I wonder if Diana no- notices whatever it is. I didn't know if you knew what it no, was. No, I don't. Re- I don't really remember this episode. Yeah. So, like, I wrote down. I wonder if Diana rem- no like notices this mm-hmm. because you tend to notice this like actually people's might have haircuts. Been one of the episodes. So when I first started watching this on Netflix, there were a few episodes that were r- randomly missing, mm-hmm. and I could tell that there were missing. You know, because it'd be like episode eighteen to. 20 or something so i wonder if this was one of the episodes that actually wasn't on here it would make sense because in the united states they couldn't air it on tv so like it still aired in the uk on syndication but it wasn't airing in the united states in syndication so i i think i've seen it like it seems familiar but Mm -hmm. i yeah i don't know yeah. But yeah, I didn't notice. I thought maybe you got a haircut. Yeah, well, see, that's the thing. I was like, uh, the reason I was wondering if you notice is because you tend to comment on I mean, haircuts this... and looks okay, and other things is... that I never notice. Okay, this is really funny. I think this, um, we just went to a friend's party. They had a mustache themed party. Uh-huh. And Dave and I both wore fake mustaches mm-hmm. because Dave doesn't really grow a mustache. No, I've made one attempt with some facial hair. It's not a good look for me. And, well, uh, Dave looks a little like his own evil twin. Uh-huh. Yep. I mean, I don't think it looks bad. I do. I don't think it's a good look. It's not a good look. But I, like, I can't imagine you having a mustache. You would never yeah. just grow a mustache. No, no. I think it would be odd, which almost makes me want you to grow a mustache. <laughs> but don't do it until you're like 50. Uh-huh. And then, because when you're 50, you want to try a new look. <laughs> and I think that new look might be a mustache. So the thing is, David but, Hyde Pierce. Oh, I'm sorry. Continue. What you guys? Mm. David Hyde Pierce. I looked it up. He can grow a pretty like good mustache. I've seen like I found a I found some pictures and yeah. like he he'll grow a real solid like handlebar like mustache. There's yeah. a picture of him with a handlebar mustache. Yeah. You want me to look it up? No. It's... People want to hear the, hear your reaction to this wonderful mustache. Well, it's certainly a mustache. <laughs> but is like, I'm just saying, like, considering his character is supposed to be unable to I mean, that's grow obvi- one. Yeah, that's obviously the joke is that he can't grow a mustache. Mm-hmm. That is an impressive mustache. I yeah. mean, it's definitely a mustache. Yeah. And I realize, like, we've totally seen him with, like, full beard and stuff before. Yeah, I've definitely yeah. seen yep, pictures yep. like that. But, yep. yeah. I just don't have, I don't, I'm not really a huge fan of facial hair mm-hmm. in general. I feel like... Some people look 
amazing with facial hair. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying he looks right. If you like, if you like facial hair, that's fine. Yeah, but you're not getting smooches from me. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh But like, it, it's just, and I just think some. I don't know. I'm just not a fan of it. And like yeah. some, like I have friends that are like, oh yeah, I love beards. I love them. I mm-hmm. would grow. I would grow them if I could. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, I don't know. It just doesn't work for me. Uh, it's not. A, it's not a good look. Well, no, it's great for when you go evil. <laughs> General, the thing is, like, I don't want that's people how to I'm know. gonna know. Yeah. That's how I'm gonna know, though. Like, yeah. if something's really turned to Dave, yeah, he'll just ha- suddenly be growing a goatee, <laughs> or just how you'll know that it's not. It's the one from the alternate dimension. Yeah, it's the it's, it's a bad one. It's like, the it's bad. It's the bad Dave. <laughs> um, and he wears like. What else does do you dress exactly the same or like would you dress oppositely? Uh I mean we probably dress somewhat similarly, but I feel like I feel like there'd be something I'm trying to think of what like would be Like they different. would be really into pirates cuz you like ninjas more. <laughs> What's the opposite of a robot? Um a pickaxe. Because a person has to wield it. As opposed to like a machine. Well, what's the opposite of a machine? So just a people? Yeah. Well, that's or like boring. A, an oh, so ox a cyborg. With a, plow. a cyborg. What do you, you mean? You just are describing a hipster. You would just become <laughs> like the ultimate hipster. Um, because hipsters, an evil. Because hipsters use like oxen and plows. Yeah, I, and they like churn their own butter and they cut their own ice cubes and they like <laughs> make art artisanal everything <laughs> yeah you're just describing a hipster and you'd be just dry- you would get rid of your car and just ride a penny farthing <sighs> i'm just saying the opposite of but you would get your own like horse-drawn carriage <laughs> yeah i guess if you ever see me but with like a like a full like goatee mustache combo thing and you just start wearing a lot of flannel Uh uh-huh i guess the way you know if i'm and listening to kesha if i ever go steampunk you're like no yes no oh this is not the real dave this is what steampunk dave steampunk dave you're like where is the real dave what have you done with real dave because real dave is would never go steampunk Oh my like, gosh, I would be one. You kind of like steampunk stuff. So, I like they like the idea of it, steampunk. but you wouldn't be like a steampunk person, but I'm getting like super <laughs> into this idea. I'm waiting for the evil Dave to show up now. <laughs> I mean, like so like um like I really like the aesthetics of certain things like uh like BioShock has like a more modernized steampunk thing to it and like That's a video game if you don't know. Yeah. Um, or like another game is like the Professor Layton games definitely have some like steampunk elements. You just to like it. top hats. <laughs> like so, I like certain things that are, that have a steampunk aesthetic, but like it would never be like the thing that I would be into fashion wise. It's not. No, uh, Diana's giving me a look like a, I'm this so hopeful, excited. this hopeful look. Yeah, no, no, it's not a hopeful look. It's just the idea of it is very like amusing to my senses. Uh-huh. All right, so this is when the next interviewee comes mm-hmm. in. Yep, and Niles has to sort of like, yep, skadoodle. Um, so. <laughs> 
this woman comes in, immediately starts complimenting Frasier yep. and just like on his looks mm-hmm. and his show and just everything. Yeah. And refers to Niles as the like older brother. Yeah, which I love later on. He's like, oh, it's probably because of the mustache throw her <laughs> off. Yeah. And I love that Niles just immediately congratulates her on her new job. Yeah. Yeah. Because he knows that kind of pandering works with Frasier. Sure does. And guess what? It does. Mm-hmm. So here we are uh, in the new next section. Yep. We're at KCL. Mm-hmm. Finally. Yeah. So Dr. Nora is there and Frazier's trying to say like, don't be nervous mm-hmm. on your first day or whatever. But is it her first day? Has she done this before? It, well, that's what you're going to learn later. She This is not her first day doing radio radio like, yeah it's just her first day at kacl yeah which i think is strange Roz is super into the producer george mm-hmm. very tall he's a very tall man he's like i would say six five six six i don't know like he said that questioningly like Wait, i was gonna confirm don't i know how tall kelsey Grammer is almost certainly you know how tall everybody is i so. don't i i we could figure it off based on that i wasn't really paying that much attention and yeah. very very tall and she's being very flirty with george mm-hmm. i like that so. we also find out that kenny knows about fraser's first uh show because he got it as, as a, a secret, secret santa. santa yeah i love that yeah um also, I love Secret Santa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wish, like, we did that. Not like me and you, because <laughs> yeah. it wouldn't be a secret. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, I got I got Diana again this year? <laughs> wow. Like, I mean, I guess it's good because I know what she likes, but, like, what are the chances? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. You should have got Shark Dave. <laughs> or also Steampunk Dave. Steam, Steampunk. Yeah, Steampunk Dave. That's uh, somebody who's really into steampunk robot hockey. It's it's uh, Steampunk Automatons playing hockey. <laughs> you, uh, oh man, I wish people listening could see just how excited, like, the look on that. spontaneously combust. <laughs> Would they, like, melt the ice a little bit because they're too hot? Probably. They're steam-powered. I so know. So it would be very difficult to keep that cold enough. It may have to be street hockey. <laughs> Might have to be, yeah. I'm so excited. They would make <laughs> such clunky noises. Yeah. Especially because, man, street hockey would be extremely difficult on those cobblestone streets that are in, like, every steampunk <laughs> <laughs> all right i but you know we haven't seen kenny in like 20 years yeah yeah there's a lot we're gonna get a lot of things in this episode that we haven't seen in a long time fraser makes this like comment in the hall to Roz that i hate yep because this is not what you would actually say why would you say a japanese novice but then use the word sensei yeah like she he's basically saying like oh she's like the student under like and i'm her like teacher yeah and and it's just like well one to me i'm getting more it's more like a senpai i think (laughs) because he's like the older like Mm -hmm. looked upon respected higher up yeah well i think he's saying sensei in in the sense that he's he's literally teaching because yeah but a senpai kind of does that too i thought a senpai was more like just somebody who is higher above you but not actually yeah, but like you respected you You're respect usually... them yeah but they're not like your actual like the master mm, yeah but like okay there's something about it but the whole like 
So I think the reason why you wouldn't use a word like that is because this writer knows nothing yeah. about Jap- J- Japanese culture. Yeah, I want to say, I'm, or I'm that's what issue. the impression I get. Yeah. I have more of an issue just, with like, the Japanese the novice. Way. Lo- well, just go all the way. Use an actual word for Japanese novice. I yeah. don't know what it is, but yeah. I wouldn't use that. And you know what? I would just look it up. Yeah. Yeah. You you know like. I, this is very easy to research and i just think it's lazy writing yeah like i think it's much more interesting to use a word so what if people don't know the japanese novice word they're using we don't know half the french words operas or whatever they're using yeah most people know the word sense like sensei because they watch karate kid right and it or like they've taken karate if you don't know that word if you don't know the first word they use knowing that she she's like looking up to their sensei as soon as you hear that bit you're going to know what it means in context yeah so yeah that's just yeah this whole line is the first of many that are gonna bother me this is this is this is a fine line this This is is tame this is like nothing yeah i'm just i'm being nitpicky just because i think you could just have written a better line using the same context yep or Uh, not even using that you could have just not used that and use something better yeah you could have just said the student looking up to the master, which would have worked as well. <laughs> yes, yes. I just wrote, ooh, Fraser, <laughs> yeah. to that line. <laughs> so this is when we get a call from, like, Jenny mm-hmm. on the first Dr. Nora had, show. First call we've had in a long time, and it's to Dr. Nora and not to Fraser. Um, And she's just calling to say that she's having relationship problems, mm-hmm. in which... Uh, we're gonna have to like make this mature audience i'm saying we, we skip over say- details okay like- well basically she asked if they're like having a sexual relationship like how is that going and, yeah. she, and she basically just says well because you had sex before marriage you are gross yeah you're gross everything's ruined you need to leave this guy find a new guy like it's you blew it oh like they can't get married because like you know like he doesn't want to because he doesn't care because he's already sleeping with uh, yeah it's the thing is this sounds legitimately like like what laura schlesinger would have said like that would i I feel like is an actual answer i don't don't really know because i don't really know anything about her but like this whole mentality of like this is um real advice that some people have gotten yeah and like there should not be shame about this if there's yeah. like two consenting adults if somebody doesn't want to commit to you yeah maybe that is a reason to leave because you're not on the same page but like you're not a bad person because of that and right i think anyone that's listening to the show would probably after watching this episode would know that we would be very mad about uh-huh. everything that happens yeah if you're if you're listening like this far into this podcast you know that like this is upsetting to us like you're gonna know that i find it like i know i normally talk about who the callers are uh but i'm gonna say let the end but i just want to mention i find it even more amusing because it's jillian anderson really (laughs) yeah yeah which like the like when i think about it like because now i'm thinking about her character from the fall which is a very good show by the way i really Mm -hmm. enjoy that um but her reacting to somebody saying something like this to her i'm like she would not like this would be a whole like yeah like the whole show is about pretty much focuses a lot on the fact that she can you should be allowed to do what she wants so the the fact that her character in this is being told this is just like well i really love that fraser and Roz are just like shocked yeah yeah at what's happening yeah and like they work with bulldog <laughs> right right like yep. i i just can't imagine like bulldog is crass and mm-hmm. like 
a totally different way yeah. and maybe it's not appro- appropriate either oh yeah, yeah. um but like her, her it's just like how this is just like slamming somebody this yeah. is just this is terrible so yeah. i mean which is the whole point of the episode right i also like this is the second episode in a row that we've used bulldog as a example of someone that isn't as bad as the character that we're complaining about which is saying a lot considering how much we complained about bulldog yeah so yeah i mean in the lineup of characters Mm -hmm. um yeah bulldog is definitely like on 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 the end that's bad yes the the badness spectrum character spectrum yeah yeah um he's he's real far on the bad end of yeah i mean i think it's just hard because there aren't a lot of bad characters on here like they're People that kind of do stuff we disagree with, but right. as far as like characters that are just like, mm, you pretty much have no redeeming qualities. And like when they try to redeem you, I, you always show your true color. So yeah, hats off to you, Bulldog, for being the worst. Yeah, uh, agreed. <laughs> it, except not quite the worst. One of the worst. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I will say it occurs to me because we're talking about bad like qualities and characters versus redeeming ones. Fraser seems less awful recently mm-hmm. like he's though not, the I'm reason dr nora gets her job is because oh yeah, yeah. He, she's flirting with him right i guess I, what i mean is like less very openly like sexually harassing people and less of the like over the top frightening almost abusive level rage explosions i feel like that hasn't been happening as often as it was in earlier seasons mm. is all i'm saying Okay, so here we are in Fraser's apartment, and Daphne and Niles are in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. So this is when Fraser gets home and like immediately turns the radio on to like listen to Doctor Nora give advice to oh, someone's wife. Yeah, who? Which we don't even hear the call. We just right. hear like. Well, we hear a little bit. We just hear one thing that she says because Dr. Yeah. Nora is saying that, like, she has to stick with this guy because they have a kid. Like, they have to stay married because they have a kid. And but like, he's gay. Like, and because Dr. Nora is saying, like, she's t- like implying the caller's like tired of him. But it's like, no, he's gay. Like, that's yeah. not you being tired with your tired of your spouse. It's they're not like. This is not like maybe you need to like have a date night or like change things up. This is, yeah, like maybe they're not compatible as like a romantic partner anymore, uh, which is not to say they can't be like friends and raise a child together. Yeah. It's just, you know, he might want to go date men. Yeah. Sounds like that's what it is. But Mm -hmm. of course, I don't know. Like, oh. All of this is upsetting. ah! All of this is upsetting. Yeah. (laughs) It's so, it makes me so mad. Yeah. But Martin doesn't think it's not he do, he doesn't have that big of a problem with it. Yeah. You know, these old-fashioned values. These are not old-fashioned values. Yeah. These are th- to me this is not old-fashioned. This is um just condemning people for disagreeing with you. Right. This is I think this is partly partially that thing where like people always tend to assume certain things about the past because they forget the things that they didn't continue to agree with mm-hmm. so it's like the, like you have this sort of whitewashed idea of what the past was actually like mm-hmm. and and i think that's kind of what well, this his is. big thing is just like you know everything's just sucks now you know you can't get away from it uh, you know back in my day it was sacred sacred and mysterious and it's mm-hmm. just like well i think a lot 
can be really great and like when you talk about sex openly because Mm -hmm. then there's a lot less shame about it yeah people actually have better sex lives Mm -hmm. that's not saying that just because you know about sex doesn't mean that you have to be having it one to be informed about something is great Mm -hmm. like people should be like should know about like stis and like uh you know like you should just be informed about certain things doesn't mean like you you like being informed about something doesn't like say anything about you yeah and and like i just i don't (sighs) just forcing that mystery on sex i think is the whole reason why there's been a whole lot of really awful stuff surrounding sex for a whole lot of human history and yeah and i think it should just be a normal thing like we all talk about which doesn't mean that you have to necessarily be open about what happens with your own personal sex life, right, right. but just having that out there and having people be able to ask questions without being ashamed to do so, or, you know, like, that's why, like, so many people are, that's why people like things like Fifty Shades of Grey because people aren't talking about yeah, it. Yeah. And I'm not even, like, saying, like, that's a really good example, but right. that's, that's why we're not getting the good examples. Right. You know, because everything I hear about, like, Fifty Shades of Grey is just, like, that is not the appropriate way to <laughs> yeah. be, you know, in into, like, yeah. that fetish. Right. And and it's just, like, we need to be talking about this stuff more. Yep. And that doesn't make you, like, a bad person. Right. Agreed. You can be... You know what? Where the mis- mystery comes is every, like, when you have a new partner... Yeah. Uh, when you're with somebody... That you don't know what it's like with that person. Right. And that's where that excitement and mystery and the sacredness you have with the person you're with. Right. And it doesn't have to be like a secret. Mm-hmm. It's not a competition. Right. Unless it is a competition. <laughs> but Which, that's something cool. else. That's, yeah. that's something else. I'm not yeah. even sure what that is. Yeah. But that's that's something else. Mm-hmm. And that's not even what's being talked about now. But <laughs> right. I love that there's an implication that Martin was uh, watching some pay-per-view. Yeah, yeah. Like, one, a $90 cable bill? That just seems like a normal cable <laughs> bill now. <laughs> to be fair, actually, right now, the like you can get cable and internet and all that stuff for like, less than $90. Oh, okay. We have a very high-end package because we need to stream HD video to Twitch, like, at like every day and so you kind of need to pay more but like yeah no that like you can do that today you could have a cable pa- like a pretty decent cable package today for less than 90 pretty decent package <laughs> hey uh yeah so are you happy to see me or is that ups <laughs> package that i ordered a couple weeks ago <laughs> okay moving on um <laughs> Oh, and the other thing we that happens here. <laughs> I think you should cut out half of what I was just saying. Nope. Because I was really fumbling over my words. No, it you weren't. No, it was fine. Like I think you really get the message across. I get like, um, and I mean, I'm I'm gonna say it's it's gonna be oh tough to talk about this episode without continuing to get more graphic. No, I was gonna say like sort of. Just I don't want to be serious. I don't want to be preachy, and I don't want to be too serious. Okay, yeah. so but then there's also Daphne kind of oh like okay, yeah, holy yeah. heck. Yeah. Okay, so Daphne says, "Oh yeah, I kind of liked her too. Reminds me of my old mom." Yeah, like, and then I was like, "Who's our new mom?" <laughs> yeah, no, not not as in she has a a new one, just that she's older. 
I know, but it was yeah, yeah. confusing. But yeah. like, oh, basically, we find out that Daphne's mom is the worst, which we actually kind of <laughs> already, already knew. Know. Yeah. But she decides to give her a call. Yeah. And and then we see like when she goes back later, she the mom is asking her like, oh, are are you still with your boyfriend? And yeah. like. Well, no, I feel like what she's saying. Okay, you should say. I don't know if you wrote down. Yeah, I like, did write it down because, okay. like, because, like, yeah, Daphne. After talking about his awful character mm-hmm. and how much she reminds her of her mom, decides to go and call her. So then, when she comes back out, like while still on the phone with her mom, she's like, uh, "No, mom, my boyfriend hasn't dumped me for someone prettier and smarter yet." Like, and then that's last- a really, that's really, really awful thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, because th- the point is that, like that's com- like uh, that comes in right after Fraser saying that like Dr. Nora is not going to be very popular because people know the difference between constructive criticism and outright abuse. And then we hear that and it's like, and I feel like the point is basically saying well, like, no, I that's, think it's gets that- kind of tricky when it's your own parents. Yeah. Though. Yeah. And- because they're the people that raised you and you feel an obligation to them mm-hmm. to some degree. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's, uh, like saying things like that to your kid is emotionally abusive and that's what dr nor is doing and that's what daphne's mom is doing like they're that's clearly some like it, it's weird they play off like emotional abuse as the joke in this moment yeah is the yeah. thing like it's i mean it's kind of funny but if you think about it that's what's happening like yeah. she, they're they're making the fact that daphne's being emotionally abused by her mother the punchline of this scene yeah it's it's disturbing yeah that brings um, us to a new section uh dr ruthless well no, oh no, no, sorry no. sorry sorry fraser's basically decided that he has to confront dr Nora. Yeah, yeah so and that that she needs to like soften her approach yeah so this is yeah now yeah. we're in the next section yeah which is dr ruthless so so this is uh dr Nora like walks into the studio like yeah. after their show and yeah. Fraser's about to say something. Yeah. And then Roz just comes out of her booth and immediately <laughs> yeah. just goes to town on her and calls That's Dr. It. Nora. Go, Roz. Yeah, do it. Because you're right. You're right. She's awful. She's awful and deserves everything that Roz says to her in this moment. I don't know. Like, is it actually good to call, like, somebody that is already mean? Like, okay, this is very, like, the Grinch, right? Mm-hmm. She's like the the Grinch. Do you confront the Grinch with more Grinch tactics, or do you just sing that little song at the end and it warms <laughs> up a shriveled heart? Well, the thing is, a lot of times people end up at a point where they can be like mean and abusive like this because after a certain point, no one's willing to stand up to them anymore. So sometimes you need to stand well, up to the bully. We actually get that in that in the scene where like Kenny comes in and mm-hmm. like he's basically scared of her. Oh yeah, he's clearly like he he sort of jokes about being yeah, scared yeah. of her, but is also clearly actually just scared of right. her. Right. So and then Fraser is like, well, I was gonna say things a little differently, but you know, like because Roz's big thing is just like I heard the advice that you gave to the single mom, and I'm yeah. a single mom, and then there's a lot of stereotypical let's make fun of Roz jokes. Yeah. And it's just like I'm just so tired of this at this point yeah but also it's weird because like anyone else on this show saying something like this to Roz, it's played off as the joke dr nora says it and it's like an example of how awful she is but like fraser or niles or sometimes even daphne would say this same thing to Roz, and 
like she looks mad but like it's the punchline like it's the joke yeah i don't know it's weird (laughs) as much as i love frazier i just i wish that i i don't know i think it was just a sign of the times yeah no i agree and i i don't necessarily think that makes it a bad show i just think like that's how we talked about things then yeah i just think it's interesting like that fact that like in any other episode that's an acceptable thing for somebody to I mean, say to and, the, and the thing is like it's unacceptable but that it's like when you watch a lot of 80s comedies they have so many offensive jokes in it yeah that i'm just like they would not put that in a comedy now but i right. don't know like it, it's not to say that people don't say edgy things now they definitely do sure yeah and yeah. I, I mean like for a comedy purpose not to just be mean right like people definitely just like in comedy specials which is honestly why i don't watch a lot of comedy mm-hmm. i'm just like this isn't funny to me right because i i just don't think being mean is funny right yeah yeah unless it's so mean that you know it's a joke like there's there's it's a hard it's like really hard mm-hmm. to do well yeah so i think like dr Noor's big thing here is basically you know i've been told i'm mean and, you know, I'm unlikable and all these things. And it yep. doesn't matter. And her whole approach is just like, you know, I don't want to coddle people. I want to, like, give them tough love. Which yep. I'm, I'm pretty sure this is what Dr. Phil does. Yeah. But I want to say, like, Dr. Phil's approach is... This works for some people. Mm-hmm. Where not... He's not that level of mean. Right. But I think, like... He's like, look, you got to, like, change your life around. Or, like, you're going to die because you're, like you know doing drugs in the alley or whatever or some, yeah the stereotypical thing that would happen mm-hmm. and and i think there's just like bullying someone mm-hmm. but i also think some people need compassion because they've never been shown that they've sure, never yeah. been you know it's okay like right. you're not weird and broken mm-hmm. and you know like i think this happens with you know, like, if you're, like, an alcoholic, like, mm-hmm. if a lot of people are just yelling at you, hey, stop drinking, well, what were the reasons they started drinking anyways? Because right. their life was bad, they had their spouse died, something, yeah. something, whatever triggered in them, and they become mean and this. Right. And a lot of times they need to be shown, like, it's okay. Like, right. you know, I love you, and I'm here for you, and I want to help you, as opposed to you have to stop doing this. Yeah. And I think it kind of depends on the kind of person you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. But, like, I just, we all agree that Dr. Nora's way is just not the right way. Right. Um, we also get, so. The- oh, my gosh. This, the other, oh, I don't know if we're going to talk about this. The the advice where Frazier talks about the example at the bisexual woman. Oh, I wasn't even going to mention that thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The only reason I wanted to mention it is that people actually say this stuff now. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. Yeah. So yeah, it, it, it basically without using specific things that Dr. Norris says, it's basically this idea that being, bisexual means you're like greedy just greedy and like uh obviously promiscuous and things and like and bad and like just bad it's meant it's treated almost like an insult and it's like and and it's weird because like i was just i was listening to a thing recently about how almost no tv shows even ones that feature characters that date both men and women ever use the word bisexual that that Mm -hmm. almost never happens and 
and they'll like dance around it like by saying all these different things about the people they find attractive without ever using the word bisexual Mm -hmm. and it is kind of interesting that Frasier in like the late 90s uses it a couple of times but both but once it's just sort of a a punchline as being like a juxtaposition with a preacher Mm -hmm. and once it's to show that someone who is really judgmental is going to like insult them and uh, for being bisexual basically i think it's because a lot of people want people to choose a side yeah and that's so it's like wait, oh you're you're, you're a attract- bi man so you're obviously gay mm-hmm. and it's like no that's not how it works right. i'm just attracted to like who i'm attracted to which right. could be a man or it could be a woman yeah and and it's not and it's not this thing of like oh i'm gonna cheat on you if you're with someone that cheats on you that person is a cheater right yeah it's not because they're bisexual it's because they're a cheater yeah yeah. and and that's an unfortunate thing but i mean i watch a lot of like lgbtq plus like youtube channels and they talk about this view that bisexuals have a lot and it's I find it incredibly distressing. Most, and I'm really happy that I have friends that are totally not like that. Do, yeah, do yeah. not yeah. think that way. And that's great. But obviously that is not the norm. Because a lot of people got this kind of thing where you're like greedy. Mm-hmm. And you you can't decide. You, you got to pick a side. Yeah. And like, or the whole idea that like if you end up with somebody and stay with that one person forever. That means, oh, see, you actually were... Like, if you end up with someone of the opposite sex, it's like, oh, yeah, because you were actually straight the whole time. And it's like, you were just experimenting. It's like, no, they just happen to find the person that they decided yeah, to be with. Yeah, you like the person that you're you're with. And, yeah. that, that, and that can work for, like, anyone. Yeah. There are a lot of people that might think, you know, that they would have identified with being straight and then end up with someone, you know, of the same sex, you know. Right. Or, and you don't know. Like, if you're open to something like that, or, you know, you don't, you don't always know. Right. Sometimes you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. And I think, like, um, I think the thing is just, like, to boil something down to basically just sex Mm -hmm. is kind of weird. And it's also, like, if you're a monogamous couple, you don't say to somebody, like, oh, you're getting married to the one person for the rest of your life. I guess people do say that. Yeah, yeah. But it's just, how is that any different? Like, well, you're, you're, I don't know. Yeah, because, yeah, because the thing is that, like, no one assumes that because, if you're, if you identify as straight and you get married to someone of the opposite sex nobody assumes that means you will never be attracted to anyone else ever you're no longer straight you're spousally you know you're you're spouse oriented you know like and and well yeah and i think it's really normal to go out in the world and be like well that person's attractive and that person's attractive yeah doesn't mean most people are gonna think people are attractive Mm -hmm. and aren't going to act on it because it's just not what you do in most times anyways right. like yeah. you just can admire somebody without being creepy obviously right uh you know and just think oh well that person's you know an attractive person and mm-hmm. you know and that's what it is right because that's life it'd be really weird to never be attracted to anyone ever again right like that's just not how it works yeah I don't know. Anyway, Fraser. So, <laughs> we should, yeah. Now, I mean, I'm I'm with you, but I feel like we're gonna we we're gonna talk. We could talk for like a week and a half about all the things that are wrong with this episode. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, 
So Nora basically calls out Fraser and says, you know, you can hardly question my ethics when you thought that I was going to sleep with you. Yeah. And and it's just like, I guess. Yeah. But she was also doing that on purpose to get yeah. a job, right? Yeah. And also it feels more like it wasn't so but much that she, Fraser thought that as like just he's easily swayed he by flattery. E- yeah. He has an ego and... I, I don't know if someone's really nice to me in an interview yeah. and is like complimenting my outfit or whatever. Yeah. I'm probably going to have good feelings towards them as an interview like candidate because of that. Right. I think it's like hard not to be. Yeah. That's just like a normal. Yeah. Because like thing. he never said at no point and And who knows if this is happening sort of off screen. But we never heard be- between her saying those mm-hmm. nice things to him and the actual like moment it's revealed of her like politics or whatever it we never hear him implying that he wanted to sleep with her or that he was planning on trying to do that it just sort of like he he gets taken in by flattery it happens so, so. kenny comes in basically says hey guess what you're hired full time yeah because some people most people love you some people hate you but we got ratings so ratings are ratings yeah which i gotta um, say this is legitimately a problem like that's i think that's like there's a lot of problems with media in general which is just like it's more important to get the controversy than to get like the, the well, ethical that's why thing. i don't like business yeah no i mean that's i mean a it's, lot of it's a, even a question of ethics she's just mean it doesn't matter that's why i think we can all agree that maybe howard stern wasn't the nicest person oh yeah oh and totally. is super gross mm-hmm. and exploited a lot of like people on a show oh yeah and pretty much i think that was a thing just exploiting people that were on a show in mm-hmm. a really gross way yeah uh he was on the air for mm-hmm. a really long time he might still be on there well he's on sirius also so in sirius um both howard stern and dr laura the, both of their shows are on sirius xm because and who less... the heck has sirius so i don't know how they're still going i mean it's doing okay it's definitely a profitable company um but the other thing is that like when I say ethics, what I mean is, like, if you're the station manager or the owner or whatever, mm. and uh, or the owner of any media group, and... Well, is this... I mean, this is too big of a thing, but is this come down to, like, a free speech thing that you should be able to say what you want? Well, you can... There's, there's a difference between being able to say what you want and, and being the, well, like, Well, does owner. this come under... Okay, so... The whole thing I want to say with like free speech is that free speech is not hate speech. So to me, this comes in their cross as being like verbally abusive. This is yeah. hate speech. This yeah. isn't like, hey, I have a lot of opinions like Bulldog, you know, yeah. like I have a un- lot of unpopular opinions, yeah. but they're not like they're usually not like slurs and right. like just calling yeah. people names right. is to me isn't free speech. It's right. like going and saying like, I don't like pineapples and here are the 10 reasons why I hate pineapples. Yeah. But the other important thing when people talk about free speech and like first amendment rights and all those things is that that's, that just means the government can't stop you from saying it. Your boss, when you run a, when, oh, you're, when you're on the radio can feel free to be like, I don't want that on my station. Because it doesn't represent the like values of the station. Or right. Something. And yeah. so, you and and get rid of the person and you can't say like well that's violating my free speech no that's my business like i'm in my I, my business is not going to be represented by that message but couldn't you gotten in trouble for i guess you couldn't because it's not like well you fired me because i'm this right that's you have totally to be really different. careful about yeah, yeah. things like that now 
there's some question of whether or not you should be able to fire someone I, for what they say outside of work. But when your job is yeah, radio I think, personality. I mean, like, like, honestly, like, just ugh, I hate this character so much. I just yeah. want her to be fired. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I just, I just, whatever. Um, So. <laughs> I don't think she Like, we get that. another, like, call and she basically, Tom is calling about, like, hey, I don't like my coworker. What can I do about it? And she's like, nothing. And has yeah. this, like, evil grin or yeah. whatever. And it's like, ugh. Yeah. So, okay, next section. Next section. Yeah. So, we're still in KCL. Mm-hmm. Fraser's taking a call now. So yeah. It's like the next day, I guess, or whatever. Yeah. Denise is having a problem with, like, her mother. Yeah. And he says they should get counseling. Mm-hmm. Dr. Nora comes on. Yeah. It's her turn. Yeah. You know, Denise stayed on the line to get some numbers from Roz. And, like, Dr. Nora cuts off Chopper Dan, da- Jave, yeah. Chopper Dan Dave. Thanks, <laughs> Dad. Uh, it's jo- <laughs> uh, Chopper Dad. Yeah. <laughs> um, is. <laughs> it's a joke that only makes sense if you know my brother's name is Dan. <laughs> well, now, now we all know. Yeah, yeah. Dan. <laughs> Dave. Yep. And yeah, then we get... Sorry, be- I'm like so... Getting so heated about this thing and like losing my voice a little bit. Yeah. Basically, we'll boil it down. Dr. Nora clearly doesn't like her mom and doesn't like moms in general. Mm-hmm. But the other important thing is she she steals Fraser's person. Well, and, like, okay. Be yeah, like, hey, steals mom- the call. Yeah, yeah, moms are bad. Don't, don't talk to them. Cut them out like a tumor. Um, but I love that Fraser then calls. Yeah, calls in, and I like that George is like Fraser from here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then Fraser basically goes in there after he she hangs up on him. Yeah, and and says like, okay, look, I don't like you. You don't like me. We just had to agree to disagree. And she's like, look, I'm gonna un- take all my time here to undermine you because you're yeah. a dangerous person. Yeah, and that you're enabling all these people. And the- and it's just like, what are you? talking about yeah yeah you're pure hatred yeah. well the thing is if most of your advice and beliefs are based on again like dr laura's are and it's based like because it's what she will actually say mm-hmm. a very strict reading of like like a bible teachings basically which they don't specifically say on the show but that's what dr laura's thing is then i don't think it's even a strict reading it's a i'll make up what i'll believe what i want to believe and well what i mean is it's it's a it's a it's strict rules that are based in a a particular reading of the bible basically okay okay um then you could easily view a lot of what Frasier is accepting of and willing to like help people with as being just literally evil and wrong. Mm-hmm. And so and they, that's basically what her thing is. Like even though it's interesting other than her saying like like god bless you or whatever mm-hmm. at the end of each call. I thought you were saying that to someone that just sneezed. Uh, right. No, I know. Um but she cuz like she says like god bless or something like that at mm-hmm. the end of each call. Other than that, the religion isn't referenced in this, but so you kind of have to know about Dr. Laura to know that that's kind of what's going on. Mm-hmm. It's another thing that's more explicitly mentioned in the West Wing thing because she gets called out for certain her misunderstandings of the Bible, basically. Uh, it's an amazing scene. If, if you haven't seen it, you should look it up. Even just that the scene, you can find it on YouTube. You don't even have to watch the whole episode. Okay. It's very good. M is for the many ways I'd maim her. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I wonder what this section's about. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Niles, uh, we're at Fraser's place. Niles is walking, uh, like, mm-hmm. is walking in the house. Martin let him in. Yeah. And I love that the first thing he says is, I'm sure you noticed that I've shaved my mustache. Yeah. I love how confused Martin looks in this moment. Like, he didn't even know there was a mustache to be <laughs> yeah. shaved, clearly. Yes, like, I, which I love, too. Yeah. So he gave out the mustache because he's, he's joining the gym. Mm-hmm. But he can't go until he gets his weight belt is back from the, like, monogram. <laughs> right, right. Um, I don't even know what a weight belt is. Is it just, like, a little it's belt? A big, with... It's a big belt that you wear. It's, like, a leather belt you wear over uh-huh. your middle to, like, sort of make it so you're less likely to hurt your back lifting. Oh, uh, is, but is it weighted? No, no, no. It's for when lifting weights, basically. Oh, so you okay. aren't going to, like, throw your back out, essentially. Does it, does it help with hernias? Uh, possibly. I'm not sure. I don't know exactly. Gotta hold all your stuff in. Yeah. Well, no, because uh, I think that would have to be in a very different area for it to work like that. I don't know. I don't understand. I don't understand hernias. Uh, yeah. Clearly. Uh, right. And then Daphne and Roz come in. Okay. Roz has been doing some digging. No. Oh, they come in together. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They ran into each other yeah. in the hall. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So we find out she doesn't have a doctorate. And she doesn't she's... have a medical degree. She has yeah. a doctorate. But yeah. But it's in... Uh, but it's in physical education. Nothing wrong with that. No. Uh, though, again, clearly a reference to the fact that Laura Schlesinger's is in physiology, mm. which isn't the same. It's slightly more health related than being in physical education, but it's that it makes a better joke when Fraser can say, oh, she's a gym teacher, as opposed to saying, oh, most people watching this don't know like what physiology gym means. Gym teacher is such like a huge like joke in itself, yeah. and I don't like that. Yeah. Like, I, I hate this whole thing, like, that jocks are always bad people. I don't really like that. I'm yeah. probably even saying, like, their jocks is, like, bad. But, like, sportsy people are bad. And it's just, like, no. Like, that's obviously not always mm-hmm. true. Right. No, obviously. Yes. But I, I don't know. That's been the, like, punchline since the beginning of time. Like, yeah. dinosaurs were even doing that. I... <laughs> I just feel like this is basically to make it as ridiculous of and a thing. And everyone as a... was sportsy when there were dinosaurs <laughs> because you had to be. You're like running around for your life and running around and chomping on leaves. Uh huh. Just you have to be very sportsy to chomp a leaf. Yes. Mm-hmm. Also, you had very, very stompy legs. Uh-huh. That you're always stomping. That's true. It the neighbors true. are always like really mad and like hitting the broom underneath the mud and tar pits or whatever. <laughs> it's in mm-hmm. those dusty times i remember that in the land before time yeah i know that was like the ninth movie i think yeah she also had like two did we talk about the two divorces okay so she also had like two divorces and she apparently had had an affair with a married man Uh uh-huh again pretty much taken straight from like if wikipedia had been around the dr laura wikipedia page wow that's a really it's really weird that she would make a commentary against those things. But oh, then yeah. Yeah, exactly. Be that. Yeah. No, she definitely, like, was dating a married man for, like, years before, like, and they were, like, living together bef- for years before they got married and, like, all these things. Like, there's all kinds of stuff like this that's true in her back. And her was thing she, is, like... like was, did the wife know? Or, I think like, she eventually found separa- out. Oh, so, so it was really... It was actually secret. It wasn't, yeah, yeah. like, the wife was actually okay with no, it. No, no, no. And, like, and it was an arrangement no. of some kind. No, no, no. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, um, basically... Her whole thing is like, I was directionless then, now I know better, and that's why I advise against these things today. And well, blah, blah, I think blah. that's, okay, I want to say like, 
I know some things that I I know now because when I was like 20, I didn't get it. And right. like, yeah, but it's different. I think that's totally kind of a different kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah. Because usually if you're in a relationship with someone and you're hiding it from that person's wife yeah. or the person's partner in any way, then you're doing something bad. Right, absolutely. You know, it's one thing if the other partner knows about it. There's an arrangement to be mm-hmm. had. Yeah. And, you know, there's lots of different kind of relationships. Like right. maybe they want to get separated. Maybe they don't. Maybe the wife is also dating somebody. Right. Like there's just so many different like things. But like, yeah, like, you know, like how can you say like, I don't know any better. Like that's yeah. like the, the, everyone knows. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. So okay. basically, Fraser's ready to just go live on the next show and just be like, hey, here's all these things that are true and terrible about Dr. Nora. But- and Martin's like, hey, I, but, oh, should we even talk about this? I guess it doesn't even, it's even that relevant. Because he was basically saying he had a feud with someone at work. Yeah. And that it just, he it- started it and then it kind of went back and forth and then he, he realized that he shouldn't have even done it. Yeah, because it just made them both look bad is the idea. Yeah. So Niles is like, well, if you attack her, aren't you descending to her level? Yeah. And and Fraser's like, decides like, yeah, you know, she's obviously just really angry. Mm-hmm. Maybe I can help her, uh, you know, and then I'll prove that my therapy method is like more valid. Yeah. And so they're talking about maybe they can like get the mother to go there and yeah. they can like reconcile. Yeah. Because she's obviously really mad at her mom. Yeah, yeah. But then they don't even know if the mom is alive yeah. still. Yeah. This is a very good. This So there's a few very good moments. I think this, this Daphne moment yes. is very good. So, you know, Daphne just starts listing all the ways that maybe she could have died. Like she could have had a stroke or a heart attack or. Yeah. Though I don't think most people always die from a stroke. Well, it will. It could. If you don't, if you don't get medical attention quickly, you can. Y- yeah. So. But then, then it, here's where a clear shift happens is when she starts talking about her getting hit by a bus while stepping out of a pub or like like falling asleep while smoking a cigarette and burning her like smelly bed up and like all these. Oh, yeah, but yeah. I like that. Not only that, but she ends, you know, she's folding the laundry uh-huh. and then she says that line like, I'm all, I'm all done with me darks. Yeah. And, and it's just like. Um, <laughs> I love this idea of like she's saying she's done folding the dark clothes. Yes, yeah, but she but it, like she had a, her mo- her d- this moment dark, that she calls her darks. Yeah. yeah, like her dark moments. Yeah, yeah. And I and I actually really like that. Yeah. And I I think we all kind of go that. Well. Yeah. Every once in a while, you you have you have some darks. Yeah, you, you have some darks. Yeah. You have some dark moments. I I just really love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, that's the thing. Like, I, so much of this episode is really up, so much of this episode is really upsetting, but there are definitely like good small moments in so, it. So yeah, so now we're at KCL again. Uh, Doctor Nora's on the air again and sh- shunning people. Yeah, just being generally. I terrible. just wrote ag. Yeah, yeah. It's um, ag and, and bad so and the most important thing is like Doctor Nora's mom is there. We think like it's gonna go great. Mm-hmm. Roz had found her. Yeah introducer dr Nora's the reason they hadn't been talking is basically that she didn't agree with the man that she was getting married to and that dr Nora decided to elope yeah and they haven't changed her name so she hasn't been able to find her like it's been this whole thing so they haven't talked in 20 years find her and say say how much she loves her in this moment so anyways that's not what happens the mom just yells at her and like 
berates her just like she berates the callers yeah. and that episode just ends in a really unhappy place yeah it sure does just and I, screaming and awful. like Frazier's trying to stop it yeah. but like can't even yeah. get in there and this whole thing is just really bonkers yeah. off the wall that I kind of think like any station manager or higher up person would be like um yeah you're fired yeah because yeah. you're like this everything that's going on with you is like like not stable like you need to take time this is supposed to be a trial period yeah yeah like i know she just got hired but it would be like you need to take some time off to figure out what the heck's going on because that's super not professional yeah i will say so something that i noticed when i was looking at stuff related to this episode the actress that plays the mom uh she it's somebody was saying that she's basically playing the same character she plays in the movie carrie mm -hmm. she's the mom in carrie and Mm -hmm. is basically just a awful abusive screaming preachy like bible thumping woman that Mm -hmm. want that like talking about how awful her daughter is and Mm -hmm. like that's and it and it twists her daughter basically it's the same character like i mean she's I I'm mainly know this actress I'm drawing a blank on her name uh, from Twin Peaks, but I feel bad that I'm forgetting this woman's name because she's like a really well-known actress and I'm just drawing a blank. But whatever. The point is like she like it's essentially the same character from just Carrie. Look, look her up. Eh. Um, wow. <laughs> uh, so but yeah, this ends in like a really like. Also, like, the end scene with Daphne, she's obviously, like, talking to her mom on the phone, and then she's, like, tenderizing some meat, which she super tenderizes after the call is over, and it's just, like, I just wrote as, like, an aside that it seems like the writers on the show either have problems with their mothers or Mm -hmm. just women in general, because I feel like they always are the butt of a lot of jokes. Yeah. Like, you know, like, Frasier and Niles' mom is dead. (laughs) <laughs> yeah it's like a disney movie yeah, but at least like she's at like Roz's mom is okay yeah with um the thing with daphne's mom is it's not just her mom though it's her mom in this episode but her dad is also clearly awful. abusive and awful yeah yeah so it's more she comes from an abusive home i don't think that's specifically about like making moms look bad it's just daphne comes from an abusive home yeah, that's and played I, off for laughs. My problem is that her like the abusive home that she comes from. Sometimes is, you have people need to make jokes about it because that's how it becomes like in the limelight. Sure, like, or yeah, not ma- limelight is not the right word. The spot spotlight. Yeah, but this makes it seem less. It more normalizes it and makes it seem more like a joke, a jokey thing. Well, sometimes you have to normalize something and make a joke of it because that's how you deal with it. True. Yeah, but like it's not normal. Yeah. Piper Laurie, that's the actress that plays uh, Dr. Nora's mom. It's okay. Piper Laurie. I hope you're correct. It is. No, 100% it is because I have it written down here in a different part. Okay. So, because there's a few different um, things that I found out about this episode. Okay. Which, drinks, drinks. Well, no, no, before I get there, oh, I want to okay. tell you some things I learned about this episode. Um, because, so the thing is, I mentioned before I wanted to talk later about why this episode was pulled from syndication. Dr. Laura doesn't have a problem with being spoofed in shows mm-hmm. and things. But this is the only one that that actually referenced her mom. And she said decided that her going after her mom was a step too far. because uh, Which I think is interesting because at the time she wasn't talking to her mom. She hadn't talked to her mom in like 16 years and in fact never did again. Like her mom died alone in like some apartment without Dr. Laura ever talking to her again. Well, they must have had a turbulent yeah. past, I'm yeah, guessing. Exactly. Um, but also interesting is that both Piper Laurie, who I just mentioned, you know, played mm-hmm. Nora's mom, but also 
Christine Baranski, who played Dr. Nora. They were both nominated for the 1999 Primetime Emmy Award for Outstanding Guest Actress in a Comedy Series for this episode. What? Yeah, I know. It's very strange to me. I mean, they're fine. But yeah. But, like, I don't, like, nothing on them. I just, right. like, I legit just hate this episode. Yeah. yeah, it's weird to me because it's, like, I mean, I guess it's sort of a thing, like, when um like the movie like norbit got nominated for uh an academy award for makeup because the makeup and like outfits were still very good even though every it was a it won a bunch of razzies because it was such a bad movie Mm. but like the makeup was still very good so it was still at least nominated for an academy award for that so it's sort of like this episode like even if you don't like the episode they do a fine job people felt about it at the time but yeah I feel like that's the thing. I wonder what it was, how it was received when it fit the context. Like, the like I context. wonder if I saw this when it was actually on. Like, yeah. I feel like I've definitely seen this episode, but I would have felt totally different about it in 1998. Yeah. Than I would have, I feel about it now. Yeah. Forever years later. <laughs> right. Yeah. Too long. Yeah. Too many years. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How am I alive? <laughs> Like, it doesn't even seem possible. Like, it really is weird. Yeah. This, that it's been 18 years since Please this episode came out. Please don't say the number. Please don't say the number. Yeah, it's, it's true. It doesn't even seem possible that I could be alive for two sets of 18 years. <laughs> uh-huh. I know. I like, know. how? Like, that just seems impossibly long. Yeah. Yeah. That's, like, so crazy. <laughs> Man, humanity. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. okay what else that's oh. it no those are those drinks? are the things drinks um so the only two drinks in this episode there was some sherry and some dr nora's mom also apparently drinks matuse which is like a super cheap kind of wine and then we got callers we actually have a bunch of callers mm-hmm. this episode we have jenny which i already mentioned was jillian anderson jill whose name was never actually given but she's the one that's married to the said she's married to a gay man mm-hmm. is uh pia zadora I don't know who that is. So she's an actress whose, like, name I knew growing up, but I never knew why. Mm -hmm. And she actually was never very popular as an actress. The only thing I've ever seen her in that she was in was uh, Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. That was her first movie when she was still a very little kid. And I have only seen it because of MST3K. Okay. Um, But she also then went on to become, like, a musician and Mm -hmm. became more popular that way. But I still don't really know who she is. Uh, Tom is a guy who had a problem with his coworkers. Mm -hmm. Was Yo-Yo Ma. What? Yeah. And then Denise, uh, the who had a problem with her mother, is Bonnie Raitt. Oh. Yeah. So, Interesting. Yeah. All right. So let's rate the episode. What's the lowest rating we can give? <laughs> I think we've gone through this discussion before and we couldn't, I couldn't remember. I feel like what we decided was a one. Okay. If I can. Okay. Then I'll give a one. Okay. But I actually put zero. But um, no, I put one. I put one out of five bad clams. <laughs> uh-huh. Because there were a couple of moments that I like in this, I gave it two. Wow. But, like, I strongly dislike most of it. Most of it is a one, but there are I a couple... I actually didn't even want to, like, watch the rest of the episode. Yeah. I got, like, six minutes in, and I was like, no, thank you. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. So I gave it two out of five Dr. Jenna Jacobs, which is basically the Dr. Laura from the West Wing. Um, and... I like that you use a <laughs> different character. Yeah, yeah. From a different show. Yep. Wow, but, this is going to really drag down the yeah. ratings. Yeah, because Joe Keena has a 4.25 in our wow. averages. It's not anymore. Not anymore. And then that brings us to the section 
uh, We're Listening, where we respond to uh, things that you send us, either through Twitter, which is at Fraser Podcast, or... I want to interrupt and say Dave just spit a little. <laughs> Thank you. You know, I spend a lot of our editing cutting out spit sounds and saliva sounds because there's a lot of wet mouth sounds. Uh, I'm sorry if... <laughs> I'm sorry. Nope. Uh, I'm sorry if any get through. But uh, yeah, I, I do try to. Well, you don't want that dry mouth. No, it's fine. I just like I'm trying to remove it because the thing is now we're using two microphones. It picks it's... up real good. And so I'm trying to get less of that. I should just eat saltines the entire show. I do, you... If I start the episode with that cinnamon challenge, uh, I won't have a wet mouth sound, but it will be a lot of. Yeah, yeah, you, you you probably shouldn't do that. So, as I was saying, this is We're Listening. You can contact us through Twitter, at Fraser Podcast. You can contact us through Facebook, which is face- at facebook.com slash Podcast. You can email us at fraserpod at gmail.com, or you can go to tgifarcade.com and go to the contact page and contact us there. First of all, I want to thank everybody who uh, was very... Uh, understanding about uh, the episode coming out a couple of days late last week. It was uh, it's Thanksgiving in the United States, and so uh, it ended up being just kind of a busy day and week. There was a lot going on, so uh, thanks for understanding. And then also, uh, I had to just grab my phone because I had a tweet come in right under the wire as we were starting to record. It uh, went from Sean Holland, who wrote to say, a uh, quick bit of research. We were talking about them going to the Playboy Mansion mm-hmm. last week. And said, uh, not sure if Frazier would do well at the Playboy Mansion, but Kelsey Grammer was married to a Playboy playmate, so he would and did do well. So, oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think I knew that and had forgotten, but yeah, um, that is that is interesting. And honestly, not really surprising to, to re- like find that out if I... like. I mean, there were a lot of people. There were a lot of playmates. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I can see that. I just mean, like, I can see Kelsey Grammer being more successful than... Frasier would have been. Yeah, we've all seen how successful he is with pasta. <laughs> Indeed we have. Indeed we have. So, uh, anyway, did you have anything else you wanted to say? We had a lot to say about this episode, which I predicted. I felt like we didn't have anything to say about it. Oh, we had a lot to say about this episode. We just didn't reference the specific things that happened okay. very much. Um, no, I, I just don't want to ever think about it again. Yeah. Yeah, I think having it being taken out of syndication was the right thing, even if it was for the wrong reasons. Unlike that X-Files episode, which is a great episode. It was a very good episode. It's very creepy. I understand not airing very often. Um, you don't want to see it randomly. You want to know what you're in for. Um, mm. <laughs> I mean, I saw that when they aired it on TV. It was an amazing episode. I weirdly saw it in syndication on CBS at like two in the morning before they decided to take it out of syndication. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I've seen it multiple times. Mm-hmm. I don't know the name of that episode. I don't but either. If you I look did, up episodes that they've taken off the air for the X Files, but it's one with a really creepy family. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No, it's creepy. It's very good, but it is creepy. Uh, much like this episode. Uh, no, this episode isn't really that creepy. It's just bad. Anyway, uh, so <laughs> with that, this has been episode 620, Dr. Nora, and this is TGIF Arcade wishing you all good mental health. 
Toss Salads and Scrambled Eggs is a production of TGIF Arcade. For more info about the show, find us at Fraser Podcast on Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook. You can also write to us at FraserPod at gmail.com. Diana is at Sweet Lime on Twitter, and I'm Slow Motion Walter just about everywhere on the internet. If you like the show and want to help us do more, you could consider making a small monthly donation at patreon.com slash TGIF Arcade. Thanks for listening. Good night!